Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome to The Sportive. It's a not special at all Sunday episode of The Sportive. We're recording on Sunday night following the Vikings' 4,027-12 to loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I, I don't know what the final score was, but it was sort of like that. Uh, I'm your host, John Marthaler. We're missing Clarence this week, but Stu's on the line. Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? And Brandon is <laughs> looking the same as always, glaring off into the distance. The same Sports way he always best. does. Sports What's up, fist? fisters? <laughs> Let's get fisted. In Dallas. Uh, let's start off this week not with the Vikings. Let's start off talking about something that sort of happened, I think, about this time last week, but we never, we didn't have a podcast last week, so we didn't have a chance to talk about, which is Joe Maurer moving to first base. Obviously, well, I don't know if it's obvious. I think it's a good move. I don't know if it's obviously a good move, but you it means that Joe Maurer's bat is going to be in the lineup for 150 games a year rather than 130 games a year, and that's probably a good thing, given that he's basically the only good good hitter that the Twins have. Now, you can argue about the lack of home runs at first base and how his bat looks a little less impressive when you put him up against first baseman rather than catchers, but on the whole, I think it's going to be good. And the other thing I think about Joe Maurer is that he traditionally – has been impressive in situations like this where they moved him to a different position. So I wouldn't be entirely surprised if Joe Maurer comes out and hits 340 next year with 25 home runs. That seems like the kind of thing that Joe Maurer does. Yeah, yeah it's possible. Yeah, I, um, I think it was a good move as well, but um, do we know why? Uh, I think my question is why not third base? Uh, it's weird that they immediately went to first base as the answer. Why don't you try third and then move him over, right? Well, My guess is they're sold on Sano being there and being there soon, like, you know, middle of the summer at the latest. That would be my guess. That would also be my guess. And even if even if they did move him to third and Sano is not, not here till 2015, it seems 
sort of pointless to try to teach Maurer to play third base for basically one season. Well, I don't know how much. I mean, he's an amazing athlete. I don't think it's going to be that difficult. Yeah, and he doesn't really. I'm not saying he'd be bad at third base, but I mean, it's not like they have somebody else at first base that they really need to make a spot for. They can't play third base. Well, if we can get Maurer in at third base, then you can get Chris Parmalee's bad in the lineup, and we all know how dangerous he is. Yeah, they'll hit yeah, one yeah. home run a month with the best of them. One week a season, he's like gives people some hope. Just one, just for one week. Um, yeah, but I'm just trying to think. Like, I think my question was if if the Twins were a well-run organization, which they're not. <laughs> if they were really well-run, right? If the Twins um, were a well-run uh, organization, those, would we be having this conversation? Those one-liners. <laughs> yeah. uh, if they were the Rays or the Athletics or the Red Sox or whoever, um, do you think uh, one of those organizations would have done the same exact move? Uh, moving them to first makes sense, but would would they not go look at the market to see who they could pick up for a free agent, either for first or third, and then make your decision based on that? Um, that's the thing for me. Like, If they could find some value in the first baseman, uh, a good player... Um, have Maurer play third. Uh, my sense is, uh, could be wrong, but my sense is he would be uh, more than adequate at third base defensively. Um, you know, again, he's, he's a great athlete. Um, so that's what I would have thought would be. And again, it's sort of picking nits here because I think they made the right move to get him out from being a catcher. But that's the thing that I would have hoped for is we're moving him, probably third, or we'll see what happens. Like, they didn't need to announce this right now, right? Why, why do it in November? Why not wait till February? I, I think they didn't want it hanging over the whole off season. I think they wanted to clear it out, and you know they they have some other needs they need to address. I think I think there's some agreement on that that they have other holes yeah, like, to fill. Yeah, there's eight other positions there, you know? on the field, yeah, and there's five starters yeah. that you need. So there's I mean, small holes. Right so we're talking like the nail holes, right? Uh, yeah, from the photo. Exactly. Little exactly. tiny. There's, you know, they're just you know, there's patch, little patch jobs, not not a big patch overall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my guess is it was probably if they didn't want it to be a distraction. That's my best guess on that. I guess I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. I just didn't love the timing of it. I wish they would have actually went and found out if they could find a third baseman for this year uh, or a first baseman for this year. But and this this to me though, reading between the lines, has to mean that uh, um, that Sano's going to be up there really, really, really soon. Otherwise, I think if if, they, if we don't see him all season. Then I do think it was um, they should have tried him at third. But if that's what their their sense is, yeah, why the hell not? Let's see him. Nothing else going on. Yeah, that would be my preference. Is that he? I mean, he doesn't have to be there. They have to do Aaron Hicks with him and make him start right away. Just have something to talk about. Just get him up here when he's ready, and hopefully it's like you know June first, something like that. I'm happy with that. Every month we get farther away from Aaron Hicks and the over euphoria to say, well, he earned it based on 12 games in the spring the more crazy it seems to me. Because I cannot imagine the same thing happening for Buxton or Sano next year, where they came up and had a good spring, yeah. and everyone said, well, I, I guess we got to bring him up now. And I suppose I suppose the argument you can make is that with Hicks, you, you have Buxton behind him, so there was, some, there was some reason to try to rush him a little bit. But at the same time, it still just seems, every, every day that goes by, it seems more and more ludicrous to me. Yes, you're right. Affirmative. <laughs> All right, well, that, that... Way too much agreement on this podcast. Oh, yikes. <laughs> that kicked off a pretty good discussion. Well, you know, 
I, I can see Brandon sort of looking out to the side. I assume he's watching hockey just like I am. So <laughs> no. we can talk about that's that. I didn't know that. I didn't know the Winnipeg Minnesota game was on in Dallas. I wouldn't have thought that they had that. But you know. Good oh, I get the special cable package where I get to watch all the NHL games. You know me. Yeah, good for you for getting center ice. I, I, I'm proud center of you, right. Brandon. Yeah, right. All right. Um, um, I have a question about the our thing. Um, so what is their plan now for catcher for the year? Do we know? Have they come out and said that? Because uh, they do have three shitty catchers, right? Delmet, Herman, and Pinto. Well, we don't know for sure that yes. our guy Hosemiel is terrible, but... Hose meal. I'm a big hose meal guy, but yeah, I'd rather. I would like them to sign a veteran of some sort. And I, I now were they actually rumored to have kicked the tires on Pierzynski, or is that just uh, this makes sense? Let's put it out as a. I think that was thing. a lot of wish fulfillment. Okay, because I mean, I'm, I'm fine to bring an AJ back for. I mean, he's he's about perfect for what you're looking for. To be honest, I mean, he's you know he he's durable. He's you know. An asshole, and um, <laughs> but if they uh, bring him back, does that mean that he's going to play another year and then retire and then become a manager in the Twins organization? Oh, there's a he can't be a manager, right? Everybody hates. No, his he's going to be a manager for sure. But everybody hates him. Legitimately, yes, everybody like, nobody hates likes him, him, and he's definitely going to be a major league baseball manager someday. Well, I guess Ozzy Gint pulled it off. I just, That's true. I'm looking forward to a day in which A.J. Pierzynski is managing one baseball team and Matthew LaCroix is managing the other one. <laughs> yeah. hey, it doesn't seem it's possible, you, but it's our way to happen. baseball in this scenario? Yeah, where's, your, where's your guy McCabe's in this scenario? I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> what is Corey Kosky doing these days? Could he be a Major League Baseball manager? He, Oh, dude! I think he has trouble here. like grocery shopping. No, I I thought the, I thought he finally well. got a handle on that. That one year he played in spring training just to prove to himself that he could play again, and then he retired for good. Oh, okay, good, good update. I, think, I was I, I've been I, worried I, about him ever since. I have a friend who's a friends. I have a friend who's friends with him, and uh, said that he was he was struggling a little bit. I mean, he was in, you know, he was he was fine. Um, you know, from life perspective, kids, wife, whatever, but just. Uh, mentally was not 100% uh, was not 100% with it. So I hope that that's true. That's another one of our sport effects. Let's go with it. I hope that I'm yep. right and you're wrong. Yep. Let's we'll put it that. that way. But yes. I like I like how we're trying to push and get every mem- member of the 2001 Twins to be a manager. Because I'm looking forward yep. to Luis Rivas managing a team, Christian Guzman managing a team, Dustin Moore. Dustin Moore would be just fantastic. Yep. Tori Hunter yeah. would Tori hey, Hunter make a good manager? No. <laughs> <laughs> just punching guys? Absolutely not. Punching yeah. the wrong guys? Calling out the only good players on his team for not being good enough, even though they were actually better than Pretty him? Much. I, I definitely feel like Przinski would be the worst manager, though. I mean, there was reports um, from other teams that I really got a kick out of hearing that he just didn't do any scouting whatsoever, didn't work very hard. Um, that and his personality uh, being so punchable, I don't think it sounds like a... Uh, a great combination Eminently for a manager. Punchable. <laughs> Eminently punchable. Yep. Historically punchable, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who well, knows? I, I think we can. I think we can officially support AJ coming back. Just because yeah, be it would give us that. something to talk about, other than yeah. how bad the Twins are again next year. It'll sell tickets if so 
heard of, maybe. No, it won't. It Who's going to buy a ticket to watch E.T. Brzezinski catch? The minute I said it, I regretted saying it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even finish your sentence. That won't sell a single ticket. Sell tickets, no. You won't no, buy tickets to boo him. Come on down, everyone. E.T. Brzezinski is going to catch seven yeah, innings, and then be replaced in the late innings by Chris yeah. Herman. Traffic driver. Um, we'll, we'll edit that in post. <laughs> yes, yeah. we will. We're big on editing things in post. There's no <laughs> other... Um, there's no other news going on for the Twins right now, right? They haven't signed a pitcher yet. I know they were. No. Um, there's they were rumors, but there's no. Ricky no. Nolasco. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Ricky Nabisco? Ricky Nabisco. Ricky, 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 Ricky Nabisco, and there was another one I think they had been rumored to be in. I don't know. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Was it Bronson Arroyo? Oh, yeah. Yep, that's the one. That, is, that has got to happen. We, we did lose Clee Thomas, guys, so sorry about that. Did Fuck. someone pick him up, or did we just lose him? Like the Philly sign or do a minor league deal. Oh, wow. Can you um can you put in Sarah McLaughlin's I'll remember you in the background here during the <laughs> I did, just sing it. That's what we do. I will remember you. Will you remember me? Wasn't that from um Thirty Rock? And, uh, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> That's what I yeah. felt like singing it. Uh do 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 you kind of look um, like Jonathan yeah. from 30 Rock, Brandon. Oh, For those of you who haven't met Brandon, he looks like Jonathan from 30 Rock. Jonathan from 30 Rock, um, but the white version. But the white, white version. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you know that makes me so sad to admit, but I am white. Yeah. Imagine the yeah. albino version of Jonathan from 30 Rock. <laughs> That's Brandon. Um, but that is the highest compliment you've ever paid me. Yep. I appreciate I'm it. I'm sorry. We'll get back That's to the true. non-complimentary part of this podcast. So Ricky, no- Ricky Nabisco... Um, would be immediately our best pitcher. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, he's like a legitimate starting yeah. pitcher. Brandon, and was he not, you would immediately was he not be the number... F- What's that? You would immediately be our best pitcher. Well, I do have a dirty backdoor slider. You know that. Um, he's not saying a whole lot. Um, but wasn't he like the fourth starter for the Dodgers? Yes. Uh, sure. Sport of yeah. But, I mean, the year before... Kevin Correa was the Twins' best starting pitcher last year, and the year before that, he was the sixth guy on the Pirates' staff. Yeah, they, they yeah, that's signed exactly my or point. brought up Wandy Rodriguez the year before, and Correa lost his spot in the starting rotation. That's my point. The chasm between the Twins and any team that was even in the playoffs this year is just embarrassing, man. Like yeah. I know we talk about it. It a lot, really is. They're they're nowhere near being unless. You know, unless they just get extremely lucky and lighting in a bottle. And I don't even know how many things would have to work out for them to be a 500 team next year. But I feel like about a dozen insane things would have to happen. Yeah. Pittsburgh, how Pittsburgh ended up this year. They have to get an ace off of the scrap heap, which is what they got with Liriano. And A.G. Burnett, they, they have, too, right? And A.G. Burnett, exactly. They need that type of luck. And yep. it just, I mean, it's so, I mean... It's so rare for anything like that to happen. It's it's foolish to think yeah. it will happen. They have to. The problem is they have to improve significantly at a number of different positions to just be bad. Just to be, just to be regularly a, bad a seventy-eight win team, yeah. a bad just, team. Exactly. You know, like, just get to seventy-eight, eighty-four. They have to improve dramatically. Yeah, God, that would be amazing next year. Seventy-eight would be huge. I know. I mean, <laughs> Gardner would be like in manager of the year conversations if he did that, or he should be at least if he gets that. I mean, that's. Uh, yeah. I'm so yeah. sad. The only thing about where I can give the 
the pirates credit for that is they're such they're so hardcore analytics that you have to maybe they yep. just got lucky it's very possible they did but you also I don't know, I just give them credit that maybe they saw something within especially Liriano I know he changed the the pitches he threw the amount of fastballs versus sliders this year dramatically so maybe that was the thing that they didn't just sign him to get lucky but they said we're going to sign him and do this with him and the A's do that a lot too with these players who have sucked they say well okay, this guy was shitty as, I don't know, a starting pitcher, but we're only going to use him in this role as a reliever. Or um, they've recently started platooning guys like crazy. These guys that played like shit, but they were good against lefties or whatever, and then they thrive with them. So, you know, there's ways to, it looks like maybe you're getting lucky, but in actuality, you're probably just really strategic. And unfortunately with the Twins, I do feel like they are just legitimately going to have to get lucky. I don't really see any other way around it. I want to break in for a hockey update here. Kyle Brodziak nope. had a breakaway and just missed the net by seven feet on a breakaway. Seven feet. That's something that literally anybody on this podcast could do. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I would just j- slam right into the goalie just so I would. That would have been a much better move. Just <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. You don't, even, you don't even get a penalty for that in the NHL, do you? I mean, you can punch him out. You can knock him out, and you only get like a two-minute. <laughs> only if you're Nazim like Kadi. Right? God, that was terrible. You both fall down, and they stand you up, and I, then they do a circle around you and make you fight the other guy. I just want to point out they, that they Stu rip your gloves off for you. Get him. Stu get just em. made a topical hockey yep. reference, referring to a specific incident that happened in a Minnesota Wild hockey game. Stu, you're well, becoming a real boy, and I, I, I enjoy it. Well... I was using it just to make fun of hockey and how, you know, awful some of the <laughs> nope. things that go on you in the sport are. You've a specific are. incident. So. You've come a long ways, too. Uh, I'm proud of you. Yeah, well. You're just going to keep on growing, and I couldn't be more excited. Shauna, you, you're you saying you're proud yeah, of Stu will. for um, making fun of a sport because at I'm least you paid attention. I'm proud of Stu for knowing about the sport, yeah. Okay, all right. So that's um, that's sad. That's how desperate you've gotten for somebody to pay attention. You say Just that, making fun of your sport. But like, how, much, right, how much do you enjoy it when Clarence is talking to you about basketball? You genuinely enjoy it when he's talking about his nuggets and talking about... I love, I love, it, when he's tweet, I love it when he's tweeting Brandon to make fun of his preseason prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That really cracks me up. Yeah, uh, it's really confusing. I don't even know what side I'm supposed to be on for some of the things I get shit about for the Wolves. Um, so I just have to go, yeah, I guess, no, I didn't really say that, but sure. Um, no, Clarence is, like, you guys know, he's, like, in denial about being a basketball fan and a well-rounded, well-read human being. He just won't even admit exactly. to any of it. He's both things. He's both, yeah, I mean, he's very, I mean, that's the whole thing. He's, he gets all of our references. He's very smart, and he's very, you know, yeah, cause he's no, very well-read. Our references yeah. are, could be described by nothing but the word smart. I yeah, but we'll take some music sure. terms or some old like book references. He gets all of them, and he's like, "No, I'm just a yeah. just a ketchup and rube, whatever. I don't even know any of this shit." And then he quotes like Hamlet. Yeah, and he said he's exactly. a professor of classics at Saint Olaf. Some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <up>, fucker students. <laughs> uh. Anyway, well, that was a lot of when you're not here. You get talked about. That's how we. Yeah. That was yeah. a lot of Twins talk. You really should just go listen to Gleeman and the Geek if you actually want to hear somebody talk about the Twins because they'll give you actual information. Did they talk, did they talk about us this week again? I, I haven't listened to the one from today. I haven't heard the one from today. They did talk about us last week. I I really don't like this yeah, rivalry awesome. thing. Clarence isn't here, but I really I just don't like this rivalry yeah. thing. He's the only one who's really good at getting you know the thing going. Yeah. He's just such a good. He's such a good Bulgarian. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I mean. Let's admit, I'm terrible at trolling people anyway. I think you guys are a little better, but you guys don't even like this rivalry yeah. thing, right? 
Yeah, you're. you're oh, you know, it's 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 worth it to try just to get you know the page views and yeah, yeah. But not one of us cares about page views. The verticals. I haven't looked at our page views lately, but I I'm into branding. It. You guys know that. Yeah, branding. Oh yeah, branding. So our branding yeah, is going to be that we're idiots fighting with a podcast that's way more popular than us. Well, the problem I is we admitted our strategy right at the outset. If we would have like privately said we're going to fuck around with these guys, we maybe could have at least confused them. Yeah, but we this can't like, even... This was like uh, uh, male heterosexual flirting at this point. Yeah, it really That's is. That's not what we were We're basically to yanking their pigtails on the playground is what's happening Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, it didn't work out. We tried it. Didn't we tried. Work. We failed. We tried it. We're bad at it. Yep. They did suggest that we, we should like have them. a joint podcast with them at some point, which I think is a great idea. Maybe a... Yeah. Maybe a big holiday free-for-all podcast when Brandon's in town and we could all like, go to some central location and just, you know, do a, you know, trade-off on each other's, you know, recordings. And the last yeah. time we tried I to... The last I would just want it to be all caroling. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy not up, one, go. not one actual word spoken. We just Let press record, and then it's just all singing. I know you're, like I know you're Jewish, here. Here, sing Silent Night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that dreidel song. You know, we know what we're doing. <laughs> well, it's something to think about. <laughs> Culturally yeah, relevant. Okay this word podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, last time we tried to have a free for all podcast, we didn't get the mixing board back for like a month. Yeah, that's that was, <laughs> and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so, so yeah, we didn't even get that. A... Stu literally <laughs> traded the mixing board for a case of beer at the last event that we tried to have a free for all. I thought yeah, that you well. looked at it and you were going to bring it home soon, and then you just went, ah, fuck it, and left. <laughs> Pretty it. much, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, but. I, they had, I mean, first of all, I, I had one free hand, and it was either a case of beer or the mixing board, so obviously. <laughs> and two, I mean, I would have brought it back to St. Cloud, and it's just there in the city. He's right where John is. I, I forgot that John does not like leaving Roseville to go anywhere, much less South Minneapolis. I know. Like, that's like, you know, that's like some Game of Thrones bullshit that he's, <laughs> you know, worried about. That's like, they, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that, but yeah. No, sorry about that. It's. <laughs> Entirely my fault. No, I think it was fun. I it'll, think, it'll work better. Here's the thing: I, I can change. It'll work better next time. I can change. <laughs> I completely support a free for all podcast. I think it could be crazy. It'll be all of us caroling, yeah. just running everybody yeah, I think through. Maybe like we'll set up some stuff. We'll set it up at my house. Just run as many people as we can get here through. We'll have a 49 person yeah. podcast. Everybody who's ever been on the everyone podcast. knows how to get there. So. Yep, everyone who's ever been yeah. here before is just going to show up, and we're going to have a. We need 12 more microphones, Brandon. Where do you get microphones? Uh, we can share. It can be like uh, we are the world. <laughs> we, well, we have friends in the radio industry. They can just, like, knock some off the back of the truck or something. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Smart. All right. Zip, zip, zip. Dana Wessel, you're on notice. We're going to need you to yep. uh, pick up 15 mics from the K-Twin Studios at some point. And exactly. We'll just distract Coomer with something shiny. Yep. Strike like Coomer a, with a jack like of coke. <laughs> Ooh, look at this deep fried turkey, Coom. <laughs> you want it, don't you? You want it, don't you? And then you steal his microphone. Do it 15 times. 
They yeah, keep exactly. Another hockey cool trap is funny. They keep, That's a really funny word. They keep showing Winnipeg Jets fans. Cool trap. They keep showing Winnipeg Jets fans on this game, and not one of them has their eyeballs pointing in the same direction. Well, I'm that's, gonna go ahead that's, and that sounds about right. I'm just going to go ahead and stereotype all Winnipegians, Winnipegites, and Fine. people that's who are You look too much guess who when you're young, and that's what happens. Yep. Nice. Anyway, uh, let's talk. What should we talk? Let's talk Wolves. I want to talk a little bit about the Wolves. We want to make fun of Brandon again, although they did lose to Denver. And if I'm not mistaken, Clarence's nugs are terrible this year, right? Yeah, um, it was a bad They're bad not great. Game. Bad game. They're four and five right now. Um, they were a two seed last year, so um, yeah, it's kind of weird. I think they were sort of viewed um, as a cusp playoff team with probably the Mavericks, the Wolves, Portland, and maybe New Orleans. New Orleans and Denver have been playing poorly. Portland's been awesome so far, uh, and then the Wolves have been better than I think a lot of people thought. So, All right? Yeah, let's play. So, if I mean. It's a- that Friday night game was really disappointing, but I mean they bounced back last night and beat a very bad Celtics team pretty convincingly, and they played terrible in the first quarter too. They still want it going away. They're professionals, man. I mean that's like I know we've said it a few times, but that just seems to be for me like the best description of the team this year. God, Adam Adelman is so goddamn good at his job; it's not even funny. He's just, yeah. They when they're running that, when they're running that offense, it's just it's fun to watch. It, it is. Really I would, is. I would think the only um, minor, minor, minor complaint I have about Adelman is he has very little interest in um, um, developing players who don't really fit in his system. You know, it's it's insane yeah. to me that Hummel is playing more than Derek Williams. But Derek like, Williams in, is not good true. at basketball. Yeah, I think that he is, though. He's just not really good within this system. If I was a... Any other team, I would be pining for a buy low situation here. Um, oh yeah, and, and again, I, I know Clearly that he's been struggling, but besides this year, the past couple of years, he was almost average. It was frustrating because you look at the talent, you're like, why are you not Blake Griffin? I don't understand the difference between you two um, physically, you know. Um, but but he's just I like he's, to call him Toolsy. He's toolsy, um, he but he toolsy. just doesn't really understand this uh, motion. I mean, I don't understand it either, but he clearly just is lost out there, and he just floats around. But um, Adelman doesn't seem to be a guy who will work his system around players like that. He's just more likely to be like, go to the end of the bench. I don't want to see you anymore this year. I'm going to let Hummel play because he knows where to stand, um, whatever. And it works, and that's totally fine. I'm just saying, like, maximizing assets. That's the only – because – we only there's only like six dudes right now or set or well okay let's say to be generous eight with Berea and Cunningham eight guys who can even find uh, the court right now and with injuries and um, ineffectiveness throughout the season I mean he has to learn how to make Williams work in that system um, and you know so who knows but um, that's the only like very very minor gripe but besides that man. They look good this year. They look really, really good. They're seven and four right now, which I just wanted to tell you that pace percentage wise is fifty two wins. Really? That's right. Yep. They're on a fifty two yep. win pace right now. No. That's probably like a probably a five or six seed in the West, probably. Yeah, I would say five or six seed. Doesn't I d I don't necessarily I'd still I'm gonna stick with my forty three because um you know, you never really know when when you're that thin as a team, um, shit happens. But um 
but I, I, I'd certainly feel good about my over 39.5 wins right now. You know what? This, yeah. leads, this leads pretty well into a new segment here on the Sportive Podcast that we wanted, wanted to do. We need theme music for this. It's called Will This Last? Will it hold a candle in the cold November rain? There we go. So we had Brandon singing the Price is Right theme song, and Stu singing November rain, and somehow it was perfect. Jazzy November rain. All right, it was jazzy. Jazzy November rain. First question for you guys: Will this last? You know, I wasn't singing. Sorry. <laughs> not not yeah. my joke. No, I got that. I liked it. Okay. First one for you two. Will this last Kevin Love as an MVP candidate? Brandon. Um, yeah, I think as a candidate, definitely. I don't think he has a, really a prayer of winning, although you never know crazy shit happens. But, um, yeah, I think that the way he's doing it doesn't really seem to be smoke and mirrors at this point. He's getting a lot of touches. Uh, he's hitting at a similar field goal percentage pace than he's been doing, and he's just rebounding the hell out of the ball. Um, I think the thing that makes people think that he's having such a better season so far, and he is, is because of the passing. You know, to go from, like, maybe one and a half assists a game to five assists a game is hugely valuable, which what he's been able to do. So, um, and I don't see why that couldn't keep up either. Um, you know, he's, his outlet passes are insane so far this year. I think they'll probably... That's one of those things where a scouting report may make that uh, go away fairly soon, but... Um, yeah, I think that he'll be. I think. I don't think I have to squint too hard to imagine him being a uh, top five in votes this year at all. Stu, that's my answer. Um, exactly what Brandon said. It's just you know, he's. Let's say that he's. Uh, this is a basketball term. I can explain it to you guys later. Okay. He's filling up the stat sheet. Oh. oh. The stats. The like filling with, up the with, stats. With points. And oh, rebounds, with stats, filling it up with stats. And I mean, it's just. I don't think he'll win either, but, I mean, what he's doing, he's done this before. I mean, two years ago, he was just, you know, double-double every night, just, you know, crazy amounts of rebounds. And just now they're winning, and, I mean, he's getting on Center with the ridiculous Cunningham DeMoss passes to Corey Brewer, and it's, you know, that helps too. It's the notoriety of what's going on. They're a better team, and I think just in that sense, along with the statistical, which is, you know, obvious that it's, yeah, what I'm saying is yes. There. It's hard to believe that I'll Corey Brewer is becoming yes. an offensive weapon for the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't know what this Corey Brewer is. This is not the Corey Brewer who played for us. This is not the one I, I remember. I, yeah, he's not yeah, asked I, I, to I, launch six threes a game. I didn't realize that Corey Brewer was literally the fastest guy in the NBA. I had no idea. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, he's really smart, smart too. I mean, he's... He's really playing. I mean, just, you know, he'll leak out on all those pretty nice, awesome, you know, outlet passes. I mean, he's already he's heading to the basket basically the minute they shoot. It's working out really well. I, just, I like him. He's I can't, fun. I can't believe we're talking about an NBA in which there has to be a scouting report geared towards stopping Corey Brewer on offense. Corey Brewer. <laughs> Yeah, no, and he's played great defense. Yeah, I mean, I, Andre, I, know, I know Brandon said he was awful and could never play defense. I don't know why <laughs> he said that, but, Brandon. Uh, I wanted him cut. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, their other thing is that they're actually playing well on defense, and that looked like it was going to be a major Achilles heel for this team. Achilles heel again is another sports term. Yeah. Um, that's uh, it's they played well on defense, which is 
surprising. And I don't know what the advanced metric and analytics say about that, Brandon, but it is <clears throat> it's apparent that they're better on defense than we thought they would be. They're a lot better. They're, I think, last I saw, like sixth in the league um, defensively, and I think stunning. seventh offensively. That's why stunning. Yeah, it really is. You know, I think the main gripe with Brewer's defense was he did get a lot of steals and exciting plays, but he gambled so much that it sometimes wasn't worth it. Um, but I think what Brewer needed was, uh, either, I don't know if it was just maturity or, or a different sort of um, defensive coach, but um, just be more disciplined defensively, and you haven't seen a whole... I mean, Corey Brewer 1.0, there were, what, four to six plays per game where you're like, just what what in the fuck are you doing, Brewer? this just out of control chaos offensively or defensively. Just um, absolutely no discipline. And I think he's not a whole lot different shooter. He's not a whole lot different athletically or whatever. He's just more disciplined this year, and that was that's what makes him a lot more valuable. And I don't think that the stats are the um, the geek numbers are selling him a little bit short because he hasn't really been getting any rebounds this year. But that's sort of product of the team because a Peck and Love get most of them, and B, he's been asked to sort of slip out and, you know, get some of those easy layups, so um, I think the numbers are kind of showing him to be league average, and I think he's been, so far, a little bit better than that. Hmm. Yeah. Like, cut him. Okay, exactly. Mock, mock cut him. ridiculed, as Clarence would say. I want, mock, mock I want him out ridiculed. Alright, we're talking about advanced stats. How about Kevin Martin being extremely valuable? My notes say that he's top he 10 in PER, and I don't know what my notes mean. But Brandon might know what that means. I wrote that, so yeah. Um, it's just a, a um, what? Well, it's per PER, so just look it up. It's an it's an important number for basketball statistics, and he's doing really well. Um, what, I'm going to say what makes, gonna, him, what makes him effective is that he doesn't miss his shots. He's really good at making baskets. I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah, he is the exact opposite player as Ricky Rubio. He does nothing except make baskets. Yeah. And Rubio's everything Correct. but. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go with no, it can't last. Um, I just think he's – I just want to set the record straight on Kevin Martin. I feel like I'm also getting pegged as the guy who uh, is a Kevin Martin hater. Um, I really wanted to sign him, and I was really excited about it, but I just thought that we signed him for, like, two years too long. Um, I thought he was great and perfect in the system. Um, but he's not getting any younger, so I just don't think that – I just don't think you're going to be able to to keep up a top ten player um, um, the yeah. entire year. So I think that he'll maybe drop down a little bit, but he'll still be um, really, really good this year. I'll tell you what I'm really worried about is the composition of the 2016-2017 Timberwolves. That really <laughs> is on my mind a lot these days. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, it probably shouldn't be that much for fans, but I am lobbying hard for a general manager position, so I need to be able to point some of these things out and think of the future. So. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking as a businessman. Uh, somebody man. had mentioned, I believe, on the on the Twitter last night that at some point, or that nobody scored any points last night who could have been drafted by the Timberwolves in 2010, 11, 12, or 13. Jesus, like, no baskets at all. Is that NBA wide yeah, or just for, <laughs> just for the Timberwolves? Just for the Timberwolves. <laughs> no, West Johnson got one point in the past week, so we're probably yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just stunning how bad. It's almost like they had a second Joe Smith penalty. I mean, it's just there's nothing. 
<laughs> I mean, Khan. That is very true. Brandon's, Brandon's friend Khan. David Khan <laughs> really, was his really own Joe there. Smith penalty. Corduroy suit. Yes, exactly. What if, it, what if it turns out that this actually was a Joe Smith situation where the Wolves broke some rule and they had to be punished, mm-hmm. and their punishment by David Stern was hiring David Khan as the GM? Well, it worked. Yeah, it worked perfectly. All right, next thing. Yeah, I've heard heard stranger things. Will it last? Ricky (laughs) Rubio not being able to shoot. Stu? Um, I think in the short term, yes. Just some of his shots are so bad. But, I mean, you can can get better. I think people use Jason Kidd as the example of what he can. I think Brandon himself has used Jason Kidd as the example of what he can hopefully become someone who can just basically work his way into being, a, being an effective long-range shooter, hopefully without the DUIs and weird domestic shit. So <laughs> I think that would be a, a good uh, So, yeah, if you can do that part of the Jason Kidd, but none of the bad Jason Kidd things. But I think in the short term, I mean, you're, if you're watching the same games I am, he's just taking some really rough-looking shots. If you, watch his, if you watch the games like Stu does, if you watch the tape, yeah. go to the tape, if you're, an, if you're an enthusiast like me, you would say that, yes, yep. these problems will continue for Ricky Rubio and the not being able to shoot at fucking all department. <laughs> he, doesn't make it over to you. he doesn't make it any easier on himself either. You're right. I mean, some of these shots are not as hard as he's making them look. And what is with his going to the going to the rim with just one hand on the ball at all times? Does he not understand that you can keep both hands on the ball as you're driving up? I think he like, loses control of it half the time. looks terrible. And again, those are not shouldn't be that that difficult of shots. Um, but what's frustrating is that he shoots really well f- um, from the free throw line. So it's not like he's a, um, a DeAndre Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal type guy where he just hasn't been able to ever figure out how to shoot. Um, so when you see that, you think, well, from a three point, especially from a um, you know from long range when you're not in traffic and moving around, you should be able to sort of mimic your free throw shooting just form-wise and everything else. Um, so that's what's weird that he's, uh, you know, traditionally not been able to figure out. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Stu. I think it's, this is, he is who he is. Um, you know, he's yeah. not 19 years old anymore. He's a, a, almost an adult at this point um, and a, an adorable adult. Yeah, an adorable adult. adorable adult. My God. Dreamy eyes for an adult. Get so, on, yeah, he's shooting... Back. Like he's just like a thirty-five percent shooter. That's that's who he is. He saves himself with free throws, which is good. Um, and if he can, yeah, I don't know. For now, that's it. All right, next one: the bench. The second unit is terrible. They're awful. They're horrible. Nobody wants to watch them. Is that going to get better? Will it last? That's the name of the segment. I forgot the name of the segment. Will the bench continue to be terrible? Brandon. Um, okay. uh, no, I don't think it will be um, that bad. Um, I think that Williams, Cunningham, and Brea were all have been playing pretty terrible. Brea and Cunningham, in particular, the past couple of days or past two or three games, have turned it on um, and gotten back to at least looking like they've um, uh, played organized basketball before, which is great to see. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm still so confused about Williams. I know that he's been a relative disappointment for all whatever three years or so, but. A disappointment the first two years was that he was, you know, just under league average. Now he's not even seen the floor, and when he gets on there, he's awful. I just don't see how that can continue. Um, guys in their third year don't just all of a sudden forget how to play the game. So, um, 
law of averages to me, I think that they're going to um, get a lot better. And then obviously, Buttinger and Turiaf back um, soon um, will be really, really, really good news. So there'll be a few guys going to the D League, I'm guessing. Um, and Turiaf, like, not really that good of a player, but, um, you know, he's a, he's, glue guy. Yeah, he's, a, he's a professional. He's a glue guy, huge glue guy, um, really into glue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that part will, will for sure. I think the bench will get a lot better, and the starters will probably, um, especially Martin, will probably come back down to earth at some point. That's my, which is, you know, which is fine. Stu? I agree entirely with Brandon. They this get Kuryaf back in a couple of weeks. They get Budinger back probably a week or two after that. Then, yeah, that's a decent bench there when you get those two guys back. And, I mean, if the starters keep this pace up, then they will end up maybe in the Clarence Swanton. It's all going to end in disaster mode mm-hmm. um, because it's they're just going to be gassed by, like, the 55th, 60th game if they keep playing all these minutes. So they need these guys to come back and – Obviously, Cunningham and Berea have looked better, and I, I don't. I can't speak for Georgie Dang. I, I, I don't think Georgie Dang is uh, doing so well. But um, with Turioff and uh, Budinger getting back, that's quite helpful, and I think they'll be better. And they need to be because the starters can't keep playing crazy minutes like this all year. I think some of that's on Adelman. He's still playing his starters when they're up by like twenty-five points. Yeah, when Rubio got the like, triple-double, but he got the triple-double even, even though it was in like five minutes longer than he should have been. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was a bit much. Just and they were in fairly like, long last night, too, after it was out of out of question. You're completely out of question. Like, I get that you don't like whoever on the Any bench, right? and Williams. You don't like him at all. But they're not going to. I mean, there's no, there's no ten-pointers on the floor. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It can't possibly happen that they come back. So just give them a little bit of run. Why not? I agree. All right. Final will this last category. The Wolves being kind of a good team. Stu, will this last? It will last. Because yes. the bench will get healthy. And the team's good. Um, love is great. And um, even if Martin goes back to not as way he's shooting now, where he's making every shot, he'll still be shooting like damn near, you know, 40 to 50% from three, which is just delightful. And I, you know, and Rubio still makes these passes that make grown men weep and Corey Brewer is still just, you know, running all over the place. And even if he doesn't make shots anymore, he's playing fantastic defense and just, you know, brings a ton of energy. I call him a glue guy as well. So I'm I think it's gonna last. I think I think they're a playoff team. I think they'll win about fifty, fifty five games at this point. Yes. I think yes. it's legit. 
I think it's a real thing. All right, Brandon, will this last? If they weren't such a terrible organization and all this awful history behind them, I don't think there'd be any doubt for anybody that they're a really good team and can get to the playoffs and most likely be a team that um, doesn't, you know, whoever is facing them will not be pumped about having this matchup, right? Just because they um, are so good up at the top, they can catch fire and who the hell knows. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think just let's just ignore the past 25 years or whatever. And if you think this team is <laughs> this if year. If you ignore all history. All of history. Um, mm-hmm. They're good. I think they they could for sure be a five seed, six seed, seven seed, something like that, and make a little bit of noise. Um, they're at least eight deep. Um, so, yes, I'm a, be- I'm a believer. I feel good. All right, well. Uh, yeah, the sample, the sample size is big enough now where I think we can say that they're a legitimate NBA team that could make the playoffs and maybe even win a series. I don't want to yeah. go any farther than that. 15% of the way down right now. season, somewhere around there. Yep, uh, 12, 12.5, I suppose, yeah. All right. If you haven't checked your smoke detector batteries, make that happen. Just uh, yes, just a please. reminder. Um, I Since Clarence isn't here, I'm just going to channel him and point out that David Stern will never allow any of that to happen, and we're all going to hate this when this team finishes the season in Seattle. Even for um, conspiracy theorists, um, Minnesota is a bigger market than Oklahoma City and Portland and San Antonio, so I think, you know, they Stern probably wants us to win if he wants to line his pockets more than other teams. So, um, is that helpful at all for uh, the tinfoil hat wearing contingent? Nope, nothing helps. Probably That's not. why they're the tinfoil hat wearing contingent. Of course, you're right. I'm sorry, I gave way too much credit to the weirdos. All right, let's move on from I. That was one of our more successful segments, I would say. We've had some pretty bad ones in the past, but will it last seem to work pretty well. So, let's, yeah. Well, let's be honest. We're going to completely forget that we did this, and we'll never do it again. But we should just, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's take a moment just to revel in a segment well done. Uh, let's move on to the Gophers. Let's talk a little Gopher football. They didn't play this week, but they, they, do, they are sort of the feel-good story in town right now. Yes. It's, hard, it's been they hard are. not to enjoy the Gopher football team this year. And if they were to beat Wisconsin next week, which I don't think they will do, but if they were, I think this would be overall my favorite year of Gopher football since I've been alive. Yeah, it's got to be up there, right? I mean, there was which, a couple. It already is pretty close. There haven't been a lot of great years of Gopher football since I've been alive. Let's be honest. But uh, John, there's a few there, right? Have they lost a game since you switched jobs, John? Uh, no, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> since, that I, since I left Gopher Athletics, the Gophers are four and all. Yep. Now we know. They got That's rid of the amazing. anchor dragging them down. They got rid of <laughs> They're like just kites in all the, the air. The negativity right now. in this building sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's oh, amazing. Man. I'm going to go that's with my favorite stat. Um, that is my favorite stat of the whole run here. That is that's fantastic. <laughs> if they I'm win going on with Saturday, causation, not correlation on this one, just because I want to. Yeah, exactly. you cost it. Anyway, Wisconsin, I think will probably roll all over them. You look at the last game they played against. Yeah, they're, they're playing really well. The Gophers are missing a I mean, couple of interior linemen. Uh, their center, John Christensen, broke his broke his leg. They they had another guy playing tackle, Caleb Bach, that has a concussion, didn't play against Penn State. I don't know if he'll play against Wisconsin. 
So they were, but you could see against Penn State, they were down a couple of linemen. They had almost no success running between the tackles the whole night. And mm-hmm. Penn State, I, I can't even pronounce the name of the guy who lined up and ran all over him, but he averaged about six yards a carry. They seemed to run between the tackles whenever they wanted, which the more I look back at that Penn State game, the more I can't figure out how the Gophers won by two touchdowns because they were very evenly matched. They it had, did not feel like a two-touchdown no, win at all. absolutely didn't. So th- they had some trouble in the interior line, and, of course, you can't have trouble on the interior line and beat Wisconsin in football. It's just not the way it works. Wisconsin lined up and rolled over Indiana 51-3 to or something like that over the weekend, which the Gophers needed a miracle to beat Indiana. Uh, it's hard right. <clears throat> It's hard not to assume that they're going to get killed against Wisconsin, but it's been hard not to assume they've not been about to get killed several times this season and they come through, so... I'm in, I'm fully in the camp of why not? Why not the Gophers on Saturday? Why not is, beating Wisconsin and making this the happiest the happiest time of this young boy's life? It's the uh, it's in Wisconsin, yes. No, it's here. It's here. Okay, that's good news. Well, Great. it's not here. You're in Dallas. Nothing's there. It's not here. It's not at the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> it's not at the Cotton Bowl. Is anything at the Cotton Bowl? Do they still oh, yeah, play games like, at the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Does SM, no, SMU has their own stadium. They don't play at the Cotton Bowl. No, there's a, but there's a Texas-Oklahoma game here every year. Um, That's at the Cotton Bowl? Traditional The Red River Shootout? Is that the Red River Shootout? Sure. That's For the facts say, yes. So is the Cotton Bowl on the fair on the fairgrounds? Is yeah. that what I'm learning right now? Yep, I you are. I did not know that. Yep, yep. I right. mean, I haven't, I haven't been to it. I haven't been to the fair, but that's just... Um, that's the word on the street. Doesn't the Texas State Fair go for like a month and a half or something like that? Yep. Yeah, they, they deep fry even more stuff than Minnesota deep fries, and they have a giant cowboy who's on fire, I think, is the, the two main attractions there. All true. And the thing actually caught more things on fire once, and it was a pretty big disaster. Um, but I don't, I don't think anybody died this year, which is great. <laughs> well, it's good. That's a good fair for them. Come That's to the Texas State Fair 2014. Nobody died last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was like a, there was some carny homicides, but that sort of goes. Yeah, but you have a state fair. There's going to be carny homicide. Well, they all go yeah. to like Popper's graves anyway, so they don't really, you know, <laughs> chalk those ones up. No, of course not. Sorry, um, car- any carnies listening to this, I'm sorry. That was that was uncalled for. It sure, sure was. They're our biggest fans. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't, don't want to piss off the powerful Carney lobby. Yeah, they're gonna pick at us. There's seven remaining fingers clicking madly, trying to download this <laughs> podcast to hear what we're saying about them. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was uncalled for. Oh, what an easy target. Yeah, we're really taking yeah. it to the powerful here on the sported podcast, bringing down the powerful, making fun of Carneys. So it's so well, it's we're not gonna Minnesota. do it for my ten minute bit on airline food. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's not very good, is it? I never thought about it. Um, it's in Minnesota. I saw that the line is, um, I think, like 14 and a half right now. Yeah, that actually sounds about yeah. right. That's a, that's, a, that's a hefty that's line a right there. Um, so, But they just keep, they were the first team, know. or the third team since 1981 that won three straight games when which they were a touchdown or more underdog. Double digit underdog. Yeah. So yep. why not this but, one? Yeah, I think... It, it just, I mean, we, they were fortunate to beat Indiana. They, because Indiana ran the dumbest play in the history of, uh. Yes, they did. 
professional sport. or collegiate football. History of sport. Exactly. And uh, Wisconsin, I believe, the final yesterday was 59-3. to 59-3. to <laughs> Something crazy like that. That, that hurry-up offense of Indiana where they're just running plays every eight seconds didn't yeah. really translate well to <laughs> Camp Randall. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I have my doubts. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it close for most of the game. They're a good team. They're fun to watch. Jerry Kill and whoever's running the team exactly is doing great. I'm 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 pleased. They could lose the rest of their games, and it's a hell of a season. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, they could, yeah, they'll fit. I mean, lose this one, lose to Michigan State, lose your bowl game, you finish eight and five, and that's that's a hell of a year. Yep. Yep. Totally Everything true. after, yeah. Any other wins after this one is just pure. I mean, it's already gravy. They're already in the gravy period. But I mean, yeah, if they can win just just one more game, any of the games that are left. I mean, good God, mm-hmm. that's just a great season. Ah, uh, the but old I can't be, gravy I can't be period. Yep, I can't be negative about the team at all. I can't, just can't. And Stu it's hates great. a lot of things. I do hate a lot of things, but I I, I enjoy having go for football be relevant. It's a very yeah, a rare thing. thing. And, oh, God, I love gravy. Huge gravy guy. Put a gravy a gravy boat in front of me and uh, my erection, and uh, <laughs> let me tell you, someone's going to be fucking that gravy boat, and it's me. I don't know whether to be eating it or loving it, making love to it. <laughs> exactly. So um, so I, I may have asked this before, but I don't remember. Um, what exactly changed for them to be a legitimate football team? Is it just that um, Nelson started playing so much better? Um, because it doesn't seem like... Like uh, um, Lakefield Tebow was doing some some decent work there for a while too. So they magi- nothing really. They magically changed, seemed right? to be able to run the ball of, all of a sudden. That was the big oh, okay. difference yeah. between the Iowa and Michigan games, and then against Northwestern and Nebraska. Against Nebraska, yeah. they honestly physically dominated the game on both sides of the ball, which they did. Is the offensive not- line and Cobb both sort of yeah. playing better. Which, okay. which was surprising because against Iowa, they couldn't run the ball to save themselves, and against Michigan, they just got blown out. By the way, a Michigan yeah, team that is both... universally <laughs> terrible. And, yes, Michigan is as bad as they've been in years. And, uh, Michigan, oh, no, yeah, really? Gophers look silly. Michigan did yeah. beat Northwestern yesterday, but it took one gift field goal and another one at the end of the game, one of those they don't have a timeout, have to get the field goal team on with seven seconds to go or something like that run them all on and kick a field goal as time expires in which they are allowed and to the holder did like a the holder did like a power slide into where he was like planting right and they were allowed he to keep the field goal like doing a deuce of hazard thing yeah three guys three guys on Michigan were moving when the ball was snapped including the kicker exactly. who was and never set and, and was moving backwards it. at the time and for some they reason the referees didn't seem or see the need to throw a flag it was and i think Michigan's only touchdown was scored by a man named Jake Butt yeah, I think that's probably right. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think that is that's, that goes beyond sportive fact into actual fact. His name is Jake. Jake Butt. Butt. I don't like when sportive facts Butt. become like actual facts. B U T T. Oh man, his name is Butt, and he scored a touchdown. Just change your last because name. Twitter, Twitter fairly exploded when he scored a touchdown yesterday because as it should have. The guy with the last name of Butt was a Butt touchdown. I mean, that was. How can you not love that? Those don't come around too often. No, they really don't. Really the touchdown. I got to exactly. say, the most amazing thing about this college football season, when we look back on it, was that at one point I think Northwestern was four and zero and ranked like twentieth in the country, and now yep. they've lost something like that seven straight games in increasingly unlikely fashion every week. 
Correct. Lost on a Hail Mary to Nebraska. Lost on this stupid game to Michigan. Well, I was going to say, wouldn't it be terrible to be a Northwestern football fan? But they won the Big Ten a couple times in the 90s, so screw them. I hope they're terrible forever. Yep. Go um, to hell, Carnies and Northwestern fans. Yep. A lot of Northwestern fans listen to this podcast. I would love it if we got one response on Twitter from a Carney and one response on Twitter from a Northwestern football fan. It's like, hey, come on. We got it bad, yeah. too. If it was a Carney Northwestern football fan, so much the better. If you're out there, sir or ma'am, please tweet us at Sportive Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We might yep. even have you on the podcast because we have a lot of questions. None of them are flattering. Open invitation to a Northwestern grad who is now a Carney. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, that's enough Gophers. Do we want to talk? Is there anything we need to say about the Vikings at this point, or can we just make them not a topic until the draft? Well, without well, clearance here, I just, I just don't think there's any real reason to, because that's just getting him to go off on the Vikings. Because Tim Ryan actually mentioned Christian Ponder's NBA towards the end of the game. No way. I think that might be why Clarence, that might be why Clarence isn't here right now, because he's currently just doing like <laughs> Aneurysm. awful things to, to wildlife. He's just going on fighting bears and deer and some poor ducks. It's all that's over. Sad, I mean, that, that, had, that, that probably ended him if he heard it because that was I couldn't believe he said it. You know, Christian Ponder has got an NBA. He's a smart guy. And it was a, he, he couched it to point out that he couldn't play football at all. So that part was correct, but he actually had to point out that he was you know, a super smart rocket scientist guy. And trying to say something hilarious. positive. Trying, yeah, trying to make sure he didn't, like, you know, slit his wrist in the bathtub before he got on the plane. Yeah. And it's just, it, it was that was bad. Yeah, it was... It was a bad football game, guys. I don't know if you watched it, but it was really bad. Yeah, I stared at the uh, the line when I saw it earlier this week was eleven and a half, and I, I pulled up my gambling account on my uh, phone and just stared at Seattle minus eleven and a half for minutes. And like, how on earth do I not put my life savings on Seattle? Just kicking the <laughs> shit on the Vikings. But I was it was such an obvious bet that I didn't do it because I didn't trust it because I was like, this is the one. This is the sucker's bet of the week where everybody, you know, everybody goes on one side and they lose their shit. So um, I just got scared off by being down 18 and getting some bullshit touchdown at the end that we've done a few times this year. Um, But, man, I I didn't – there was no feasible way that they were going to be in that game, and they weren't the whole time. But, you know, one thing I do have to give them credit for is they're doing such a great job of tanking um, that once the game was firmly out of hand, they got Ponder out of there – um, because they know that they needed him for next week to continue the tanking. you got to protect guys that yep. are important to your organization like that. Gorgeous work. So thoughtful. Yep. And well, you look at the standings. I've got, I got nothing else to say about the game. The Vikings are now one of, I think, four 2-8 teams. Only Jacksonville is 1-9. It's not out of the woods yet. There, I know. There's Houston, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay. Tampa's won two in a row now. Yep. Yep. Um, Atlanta, amazing how, how bad they are. And this yes. is just some this is some fantastic tanking. Uh, I have to just think that Houston and Atlanta are good enough that they will win a couple more games. But um, Atlanta but with, with Matt Tampa, Ryan is not going to take a quarterback anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. So they they're should. not really somebody to worry about. Yeah, so um, I'm not worried about Atlanta so much. Houston, too, which is um, insane to me because Case Keenum has been playing really well, and he's young. You think it's really obvious. Get rid of Schaub, go with Keenum. 
But Keenum somehow got pulled today, which is strange to me. Um, so I don't know if, what the reason was that um, was for that. Um, I was listening on the radio. They have it um, here in Dallas. And even the announcers, which if, you're, if your home announcing team can't even understand what happened, uh, probably a bad sign for your, uh, your coaching technique. So, um, so now I'm a little worried that Houston wants a, uh, a quarterback. So, Not too worried, though. Not too worried. And plus, I do, have, I do have a lot of faith and belief in this organization to go 2-14. and 14. They can do it. I have no faith. Uh, again, their, be- their, their best chance at winning is next week at Lambeau Field. Oh, my that's God. Their only other, that's the only other win on the schedule. That's the only other possible win on the schedule. Oh, I, boy. I mean, Chicago, is gonna mur- Chicago will murder them. Philadelphia is playing a lot better now. They'll murder them. Yep. And it's just, yeah, I, it's, they're... The only game they can possibly win is at Lambeau Field, which I love. I'm I'm, I'm okay if they win next week. Just you know, <laughs> ruining Green Bay season and our already ruined season. I have no problem with that. From an increasingly yeah. lost season perspective, what's the best thing that can happen From, here? Oh, they beat Packers, ruin their season. They'll still they're not going to win another game. They'll finish three and thirteen. They're going to have a top three pick if they finish three and thirteen, John. I, I, the think, I think again. I think Jacksonville's a lot worse than us, if that's possible. I don't see us getting to the first pick, but I think 3-13 and 13 will get us a number 2 or a number 3, and I've got no problem with that. Love Common it. For yeah. Exciting times. Really exciting. Yes, exactly. Thrilling. Wild up- all other good teams. I'm breaking in for a wild update here. Matt Cook is arguing with the referee, Great. and my first thought was, I hope the referee punches Matt Cook. Has Matt Cook... Uh, he um, played for, he he's plays in the for wild? us, right? Yes, he plays for Minnesota. Is he has he murdered anybody yet this year? No, but he will at the worst possible time. But no arrests or anything yet. No, but as Clarence always says, people don't change. He's the same guy he always was. Oh, Are there fantastic. any wild like rubes who actually like him now, or is he universally loathed and just tolerated? You know, I, like Chris Cook on the Vikings. I really need to start going to more wild games to see if there's anybody wearing a Matt Cook jersey at those games. Because if there is. Really, we need to form a posse. Form a posse at in St. Paul and at the Excel Center, roaming the halls trying to find anyone who's wearing a Matt Cook jersey, beating them senseless, and leaving them for the ambulance to pick them up. That's the okay. only solution. Sounds great. Vigilante violence. Yeah, I'm, I'm That's what that. I'm looking for here. Take the law into your that. own hands. The police can't save you. This is my call to action. Um, anyway, wild up one nothing. Keep going. The only other thing that we need to talk about with the Vikings for our tanking is that Tampa Bay's quarterback uh, is actually playing really well, so they might not need a quarterback either. So no. top three pick, I think you for sure. Even they're not crazy enough to not take a quarterback with a top three pick. Dude, he, well, he's pretty know. decent. Greg Chiano is getting fired, and Tampa Bay will take a quarterback. I don't know, I man. If you have right. Clowney and Glennon, it's all right. You can Mike do, you can Glennon? Do worse. You're going to trust your franchise to Mike Glennon? Hey, he was uh, he was awesome as Happy Gilmore's caddy. He can do this job too. <laughs> I don't I don't understand that reference. I got to be honest with you. Have you ever seen the movie? Okay. I've seen Happy Gilmore. I just don't have any idea what Mike Glennon looks like. Does he look like the caddy from Happy Gilmore? Is that what we're saying here? That's exactly what we're saying here. Yeah, that would be a terrible joke if he didn't look anything like him. Yeah, he's just, you know that like tall, skinny, blonde kid. Whatever, whatever. 
It's not funny. Like, it's a shitty joke. Oh, that caddy. Okay. I was thinking of Chubbs. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, not Chubbs. No. Nope. All right. Well, this has been a review of Happy Gilmore, an otherwise forgettable movie that caused <laughs> yeah. all of us to almost break golf clubs on the golf on the golf range in the late '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks a lot, Adam Sandler. You ruined America. Well, that's not inaccurate. That's a, that's not even a sportive fact. That's a real fact. His, his <laughs> movies are terrible. Uh huh. Uh huh. What's his best movie? Has Probably he made Happy a... Gilmore. No, I don't <laughs> think that's true. Um, I have no idea. I mean, there isn't wasn't a he in a one. couple of serious movies where people actually liked him, like Punch Drunk Love and Punch, one other Punch one I'm not thinking of, and Spanglish. Uh, Spanglish. But those weren't his movies. He didn't like have anything to do Dude, with. I that. guess when we're saying an Adam Sandler movie, we're talking about a movie where Adam Sandler wrote it and produced it or whatever. Yeah, was involved with Rob the Schneider is in it and all those other guys that are in every. Adam I would Sandler. say his best then would have to be The Wedding Singer, because at least that one had a couple moments. It was not as actively horrifying as the rest of them. I would say Billy Madison, because it was meant to be horrifying. Okay, all right. And that was funny yeah, at Norm the time. McDonald, Norm MacDonald was in it, and yep. Norm MacDonald is a national treasure, even though he's Canadian. Right? Uh, the Norm hot... MacDonald Full Employment Act, I think, is the... Pete Sampras' wife yeah. was really good Yeah, I have really a hot tip for you. Um, you guys... Um, Norm MacDonald, I don't know if he does it anymore, but he had for a little bit a, a YouTube uh, video show, like a podcast, but with video, you know, whatever you call mm-hmm. it, an online show. A vodcast? Norm MacDonald Is show. it a vodcast? Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's a vodcast. Um, and he had Nick Swartzen on one time, and that episode was one of us. fucking brilliant. He's mm. one of us, and it was great. So great. So um, go check out Norm MacDonald, Nick Swartzen. If you just Google those two, I'm sure you're going to be fine. That's uh, an hour plus of your life that is way, way better spent than listening to us assholes. Yeah, if we were a radio station, we'd say, oh, we'll put the link up on our Facebook page. But you're not going to do that. You're just going to go to Google and type in Nick Swartz and Norm MacDonald vodcast or whatever the heck you type in. You'll find it way faster than us putting the link up. And also, we're not going to do that because we're lazy. So, Of course. Well, it's efficient. It's a waste of time. Is the CMAs okay, so, on, Stu? What are you watching right now, Stu? Uh, Broncos Chiefs. Broncos Chiefs? Actual sports? Broncos are up 10 nothing. I think I like it better when the wife is watching something there and you're just following along, sort of paying attention to something else and breaking in with country music awards updates and stuff like that. Yeah, no, no, no I'm down in the basement, and Mandy's upstairs. I think The Walking Dead's on. We, we watch that even though it's really not that good. Yeah, I've, I've heard so many people kind of say the same thing. Is it just... It's just watchable enough. It's it's re- right now. It's in the "How I Met Your Mother" thing. Before I quit watching it, where I'm just watching it out of a sense of obligation. It's like oh, yeah. I put this much time into it, so I think eventually, unless something entertaining or terrifying starts happening, I may just have to cut the cord here. You cut the cord on "How I Met Your Mother," huh? Yep, I've 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 watched like in over the last two seasons, maybe four episodes. My God, it's, it's so it's bad. Just so. It's so aggravating. And now there's a spinoff. There's a spinoff. So that's that's awesome. No, there's not. How is there a spinoff? How I met you your mother. How I met your father. How I met your father. Oh no, there is not. I, not a prank. Yeah, it's oh. coming. Would be a terrible prank. Is it going to be the exact same show over again? Except this I don't time know if no. it's going to focus on that. If it, if it's going to focus on his the mother, on how she came to meet Ted, I don't know if that's. 
Wouldn't it yeah, be because you're not going right. to get the cast back because they're all going to do movies. Wouldn't it be yeah. great if How I Met Your Father was two episodes long? <laughs> if they just made two episodes and that was it, and that was How I Met Their Father, that would be yeah. a wonderful prank on America. It would be funny. Canceled. Not canceled. Show's just, over. That's the entire run of the show. There's one one episode setting it up and one finishing the whole story. And that's yeah. the story. That's how I made okay. it. Hey, Clarence just tweeted to me. That's awesome. So Clarence is he's alive, everybody. Clarence is alive. Clarence oh, he is. is alive. He's, vi- he's finished he's- visiting Hellfire on the animals of Dakota he, County. No, he just he, he did he did respond to my uh, query about if he had heard the Tim Ryan NBA talk and basically he said he hates that so much that he thinks he'll miss it when it's gone. So, so yeah, I think he's okay. finally come to accept it. So I so, think so. It's like your uncle Jerry. Wildlife, him so much. The wildlife of Dakota and Goodhue County are safe for now. Oof. So we dodged for a now. bullet there, America. We dodge a bullet there, Stu. When does I have a serious question for you? When does Justified come back on the January. Are you excited? Yes, it's my favorite television show. That's your favorite show of all. Not all, not I don't know about all, all time, but active television shows. Yes, my favorite. All right, yeah, I get I more joy that. out of that show than just about everything. It's very clever. Family, religion, sports. Yes. You know how Twitter is supposed to bring people together and allow you to get recommendations from your friends about what they're watching. I'm talking about every marketing person, marketing major's wet dream right now uh-huh. about what social media uh-huh. is supposed to be. That's the yep. only thing I've ever gotten out of Twitter was Stu telling everyone to watch Justified. So I did, and it was awesome. Yeah, it is. It is great. Well, it's so good. The source. I mean, the source material is Elmore Leonard. I mean, so you're. It's really hard to screw that up. Although all the movies made out of his books are, you know, eighty percent terrible. Which they really are. What happened? Out of sight is the only good one, right? Yeah, out of sight, and I think you can make an argument for Get Shorty, but I mean, John Travolta's just gotten so creepy that he kind of. Ruins the stuff he's been in retroactively. Yeah. Such a robot. <laughs> There's nothing worse than somebody who retroactively yeah. ruins everything they've ever been in. Yeah, that's one of those things. Mel Gibson did the same it, thing. So yeah, true. That's very correct. You watch you watch Braveheart now and imagine that he's raving against Jewish people. <laughs> or yeah, you watch Lethal Weapon Two and you wonder why he's not really. He, he seems to like these South African guys a little more than he should. You know. <laughs> it's romantic community. You've got a point. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a deep pull for anybody wondering. Sure is. Playing along oh, and all. Weapon, weapon, weapon two dialogue pull. <laughs> if Clarence was here, he'd be following right along. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's got to get that lecture ready for tomorrow. That classics class is not going to teach itself. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Let the cat out of the bag on that one. Uh, Sorry, Clarence. Pretty much, yep. Go check the faculty list, everybody. Go ahead and Google it. You'll find mm-hmm. it. Um, you might have noticed from the last 10 minutes of absolute crap that we're done with sports topics. Anybody else have anything they need to talk about here? Brandon looks I like want to tell you that I, as the resident gopher hoops optimist, I feel pretty okay right now. Because they beat three terrible teams? Yeah. No, Richmond wasn't bad. At what? They were underdogs. That was, that was a good win. That was, wasn't that They're a good win? They were underdogs to Richmond? I thought that was a good win. Yeah. Richmond's fine. Weren't they in the... They were in the tourney last year. Yeah, but yeah. naming teams that are in the tourney is just naming teams who won conferences you've never heard of. 
Oh, Why do you always sell the you sell the spiders short every year, John? I do. It's a real mistake. Every year, the Richmond spiders. Don't sleep like, on oh, the spiders, everybody. Sporting yeah. top tip: Do not sleep on the spiders. <laughs> Ken Pomeroy loves them. Ken Pom. Yeah, that's what we call Ken him. We love Ken, Ken Pom. Pom. Ken Pom won me some money last year. He's smart. All right. Well. I think it's a mistake to get excited about this Cover basketball team, but what do I know? You I have them at seventh in the Big Ten, and you had them at ninth. I had them ninth. <laughs> I have them ninth. Good. Well, Amelia has them ninth, so you know we'll see. But Michigan lost at Iowa State today. That's good. I like when Michigan loses. Our, our, our guy, our guy Hoiberg, took out number four Michigan, so that's pretty cool. No, John, you can't bring me down. I believe in Gopher basketball. Really? I believe in the Wolves, and I believe in a top three pick for the Vikings. You can't bring me down, man. What else do you believe in? Yeah. There's so much positivity in the sports, uh, you know, around here right now. It's, it's, it's off-putting, to be honest. I feel like bad thing, more bad things should be happening than are. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the, the Wilds, who are also Phoenix. winning. Sorry. Not just winning tonight, but winning in general. They're playing pretty well. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think... Well. I think the key to our optimism is we're getting happy when bad things happen with the Vikings. Yeah. That's really, really yeah. important. Once you flip it around and start exactly. cheering against the Vikings, your life gets a lot better. Yeah, yep, what for sure. I mean, if there was like, a, years, if there was like a, an amazing uh, prep like Joe Maurer type in the draft coming up next year, then we could probably be excited about the Twins. It's just not going to work out that way, so they're just a source of all of my sports anger. So. It's, it's, but besides that, fuck those guys. They're always going to be bad for, for many years. Um, you know, we have other things to cheer for, and that's good. The beauty of a big city. It's so hard to cheer against the Twins all season, though. It's no, just, you can't. That's what I'm such saying. A long it's not season. possible. It's a long season, and there's no, there's no uh, uh, pot of gold because it's, you know, you're going to draft an 18-year-old yeah. kid who might never even you know, play. If you're cheering for um, him to take, you're cheering for a possibility on the 2020 Twins at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, so I'm not, I'm, that's just uh, something I have to ignore. That's what my thing is. You always have to have a second team. They don't mean as much to you, but you need a second team. That they're, they're your philosophical sort of equal. So I love the A's, so I'm fine. Really? The A's? Love the A's, man. Yeah. Do you really They're have smart. a second team in all sports? Yeah. That seems terrible to me. No, that's how you have to do it. No, that's not how you have to do it. You have a hometown team, and then you have a second team that runs their organization the way you think it should be run, so you feel really it, it makes more sense to you. and You're not always questioning, why'd you do this, why'd you do that, whatever. See, what I do is I have the hometown team, and then I have 30 other teams yep. in the various league that I hate equally, except for maybe uh, several teams that I hate even extra special that much. <laughs> so, so every my time you wake is, up and look at box scores, you're mad that other teams won. Yes, my fandom is based on a universal sort of hate. you got to pick a team to cheer for. I mean, don't you like, I don't know, like the Thunder or somebody that's just sort of entertaining that you end up rooting for because... No, I hate the Thunder because they stole someone else's team and then they were immediately good and they should have to suffer for 30 years before they should be good. If you you ask me, I can come up with a reason I hate just about every other team in any pro sport. There's no way you hate the Philadelphia 76ers. That's my team. I don't 
I don't have any thoughts on the Philadelphia 76ers. That was, that was my favorite team growing up, the, for basketball, was the 76ers. Because the Timberwolves weren't a thing until I was already in college. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, Stu, if you want to cheer for the Sixers with me, uh, there's plenty <laughs> of room on the bandwagon right now, but I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm huge into the Sixers. Dr. J doesn't play for them anymore, does he? No. Because uh, that was the only reason I liked him, because he had cool dunks and a great afro. I'm trying to cobble together an opinion about the Philadelphia 76ers, but all I'm coming up with right now is a few half-remembered memories of Moses Malone and early Charles Barkley. I do. That's all I've got in my head Bobby, right now. That's it, Bobby huh? Jones, Paul Paul Jones. If you Marie pull out Cheek. the index card in my memory that's tied to the Philadelphia 76ers, you've got that and then maybe a Andre Iguodala question mark. Did he huh. ever play for the 76ers? You don't remember Mark, I- you don't remember yeah. Mark Ivoroni? No, I don't remember Mark Ivoroni. Jesus, John. What have you been doing with your life? You live in a cave? Jesus. Mark Pepperoni? It was fantastic. Mark Pepperoni? <laughs> he's a great point he's center. Got a Tony, he's wearing the Tony McCagney game worn, and he's making fun of the fact that I remember old 76ers. I don't care for that at all, John. <laughs> <laughs> Tony McCagney was an R-star, right? <laughs> Please tell me he was, that was not was just a random name that I pulled out of the ether. You know what, I do, I do wish Clarence was here for one thing, which was that the Gophers women's hockey team winning streak is over at 62, and the team that snapped it was unfortunately North Dakota. Who, uh, oh, and man. I guarantee you most of the horrible North Dakota fans didn't even know they had a women's hockey team until today, and now they're pretending to be the biggest North, biggest North Dakota women's hockey fans ever. Screw them, screw everybody, I hate all of you. I hope Grand Forks burns down in an oil fire. Man. I definitely feel like my and way of cheering for sports terrible, is better than yours. The terrible things he would have said about North Dakota women that we would have all been forced to apologize for, though, yep. that's probably That's what we missed here. We actually, I maybe should edit this yeah. out and we, we should come back to it next Because <laughs> I'd like so, to hear. Yeah, I, know. I think um, slurs about North Dakota women is a timeless endeavor. We could just do it next week. Yeah, there's no reason we can't do that every week, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah that could be a, a, our new running thing. We'll we'll make it a thing. All right, that's all I got. You guys have anything else? Stu, do you have anything else? Nah, we're good. <laughs> unless you can, uh, yeah. Unless did, was NASCAR done now? I don't know. I think they, there wasn't their last race like today. Like, can you tell us? Jimmy who? Jeff Coates was going to get his sixth or seventh Winston Cup or some cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Do we actually know who won the NASCAR Winston Cup? Nope. Right. Uh, I think, yeah, Jimmy, he has two J's. It's two J's. Jim Jeffcoat. I think it's the same guy. That'd be Jimmy Johnson, I'm guessing. No, he coached the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Jim. It was definitely Jim Jeffcoat. Guy. I think it's just it's pretty much Jim Jeffcoat. Like it's like Jeff Jim Coat. Jeff Jim Coat. Jeff Jim Coat. Jeff Jim Coat. That makes perfect sense. Uh, Another breakaway for Kyle Brodziak, and it was literally eight feet wide of the net again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay. What is the I'm matter sure with Kyle Brodziak? You're watching the Mighty Ducks, John. <laughs> he tried. Oh, I got a college football update. Anybody want a college football update? Yeah, sure. Bring it. The Gophers are the Gophers are actually in the BCS standing. They are not at 25th. They are 25th in the BCS. <laughs> they got better That's by amazing. not playing. Rose Bowl, here we come, let's, everybody. Exactly. Let's just seriously. Let's just do what we can. Let's just. 
Jerry Kill Emperor for Life at this point. Or Matt Langrover. I don't care who you think is responsible for it. No one knows. The whole staff, all three of them. No one knows. No one wants to talk about it, but let's just make them emperors for life. I, this is amazing to me. I can't believe they've done what they've done. So. Who's going to be the, who's oh, gonna be the first Twin Cities? How positive we are. This is great. This is so fun. Who's going to be the first Twin City sports columnist to write the What If Jerry Kill Leaves column? And when and will it, it happen? It hasn't been written yet? No, it, it has been written yet, but the new one. Will it happen before or after well, I mean, the end of the season? I would have to say Kill's agent or somebody's going to have to plant a seed with Sid or something just to get maybe throw an extra couple of million on Jerry's deal. Maybe yeah, but he's got like a seven-year contract already. Well, yeah, make it eight, true. make it nine. Right. Saban's doing it right now. He's holding Texas out there, and he's probably going to just get the whole state of Alabama. Not that that's much of anything. but Well, they're probably going to win their third straight national championship, so I think that's probably, probably. in the Alabama Constitution that he gets the state of Alabama. Yeah. You know, here's the weird thing. I'm sure Nick Saban's very popular in Alabama, but I never get the sense that he's particularly popular. I guess I don't. Well, he's that. not Bear Bryant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's no Bear Bryant. I, I guess I don't pay a lot of attention to the particular cultural implications of Nick Saban's tenure as the Alabama head football coach. So maybe that's probably that's not one of our best sportive topics ever. No, no it's, we really it's don't know much there. about the SEC. No, we really don't know much about a lot of things. Let's be honest here. That's true. All right, that's a good place to end. Uh, good talking to you, fellas. Okay. We'll be back sometime. Hey, good talking to you. Whenever. Enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I do miss that was Clarence. A good time. I miss you, Clarence. I do. Let's get on if, back. I need if you're on to Twitter, talk he's, around, he's on Twitter right now, everybody, if you want to maybe yep. check in with him or something. That's, yep. That's <laughs> For cool. all of the people who are listening right now, <laughs> as well, we record this live. podcast, to be posted later so, on the internet. So you're basically talking to Stu's wife. Yeah. It's Stu's wife and me and Brandon. Brandon, you want to yeah. tell your wife, too? I'll let her know. Is she on Twitter? No, let's not even go there. She's not. That's, that's a terrible idea. No. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. Good talking to you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Sports Fest. Bye-bye.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.